Hello and welcome to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. Woohoo! Uh, this week we're talking about the the jolly old topic of execution. Yep. Executor. That's a that's a Pokemon. Oh it is! It's the it's the the palm tree eggy thing. Is yep. that the one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. Oh. And eggs execute? That's just the pile of eggs. Yeah. Oh, good times. Did you did you watch the show? Did you play the games? Did you both? Oh yeah, I did it all. I, yeah. I watched the show, played the games, played oh. some Pokemon Go. Oh. Did you catch an exec- executor? And of course, of course, it's a great, it's a great psychic type slash Ooh. whatever the other type is, Pokemon. Yeah, you know what? I just I don't think I was too uh, into into the, the little eggies. <laughs> didn't didn't love them. Yeah, I remember the episode, the Pokemon episode, where they were featured, and I think I just well, didn't really take to that episode. I, I vaguely remember some sort of carnival or something, and I just I wasn't very really fond of it. So in the games, I never went and caught them. It's true, the show really changed what I did in the game. Like, I loved Butterfree, because I just wanted to... Oh man, Butterfree. He's just a, such a happy little guy. So, very beautiful. Yeah, until you... And then... Well, okay, let's not get too much into this, but <laughs> until you learn that when Ash lets it go and it mates and then you read about it and it says that once Butterfree's mate, they die. Oh, and it's a bit sad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they don't show that in the series, do they? No, it just flies away. But Are there any... Assumed... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know how lately in the Pokemon games there have been some, you know, they, they, I, think, I don't know what generation we're on at the moment. I've not been playing the games at all, but... Uh, I did some research a little while back on on what the Pokemon look like. Oh, there are all sorts of very strange designs, which you know yeah. I'm sure people do take to. I wonder, you know, given that we're talking about toilets, if there's a toilet shaped Pokemon, because there's an ice cream shaped Pokemon and a honey and there's a garbage one as well. Garbage one, yeah. So there's got to be a toilet one out there called. Doesn't seem to be. Okay, well, uh, there should be. If you look up toilet Pokemon, it's just a lot of people with Pokemon Go putting the Pokemon on the toilet. In, <laughs> in real life. That's cute. Oh, I'm just trying to think. Okay, you know what? I'm getting bogged down in this. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should we'll just do a separate do episode a, on Pokemon We'll do a Pokemon episode <laughs> yeah. one day. Well. Anyway, so, I, have, I have a toilet in another language. Okay. It is not a language that anyone speaks Oh, is it a, is it a language that people sign? No. Oh, uh, <laughs> is I'll I'll <laughs> say it. It's and I don't know if I can even do it. I, it's quite it's hard to do. I'll do it, and then you have to guess the language. Okay. Is it is it a uh, is it a graphic t- sort of depiction of the language rather than something you say just because you don't no, know? No, I will make oh. the noise oh. of it. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready, as I'll ever be. Oh, I don't think I'm ready. Oh, this is really hard to do first time. <laughs> is this Chewbacca's language? <laughs> yeah, I think so. 
I couldn't actually find it, but I assume that that's more or less how you say toilet in their language. Okay. So yeah, it's Wookie. Wookie talk. Oh, of course. I was just trying to think what what is Chewbacca? He's a Wookie. Of course he is. He's a Wookie guy. Um, oh. And that, this is the link here. It, it was hard because I when I was looking up stuff about execution, a lot of it was like, oh, this country has had the most executions in 2019. And uh, that's a bit of a depressed, some depressing facts. So yeah. this one is a bit depressing still, but it's fictional because it's based around the fact that there is the quote from Star Wars, execute order 66. Oh, what is, what is this? So the quote is execute order 66. And that's oh. when Anakin, well, lots of stuff happens, but Anakin goes and executes a bunch of Jedi kids. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. That's that's sad. But we, we all know what Anakin gets up to later. So. Oh, he's a... Uh, yeah. He's Spoiler a alert, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have not ventured into the Star Wars universe, uh, we, won't, we won't spoil it for you. Go forth. Yeah, and, I, uh, and... if you somehow have made it this far <laughs> and not learned about Anakin's future, congratulations. Yeah, well done. Let's keep it that way. Okay, so I will. I look forward to going into uh, a public building next time and asking for the location of the toilets in Wookie Talk. And how would you say that? <laughs> I don't think I can make the sound. <laughs> I'm not going to try. I'm too shy one, now. One try. <laughs> and if it's really bad, I'll take it out. <laughs> no, I'm too shy. You know what? It might just come out at some point later this episode. Okay, whenever you feel like you want to be a Wookiee, yeah. you just go for It'll it. It'll just happen. Okay, so, Steve, what... Do King Edmund II of England, Godfrey the Fourth, or as he's otherwise known, Godfrey, Godfrey the Hunchback, and Uesugi Kenshin have in common? They all like to eat blueberries. Um, I don't know whether that is something they had in common, but it very well may have have been. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got two things in common. Yeah, uh, I mean that they, they are all men as well. So that that's also Ooh. a thing. Three things. Three things. Yeah. All people of power, but also three people who have allegedly met their fate, their cruel fate, while sitting on the toilet. So they died on the toilet. Well, I think it was more like murder most foul. Oh, <laughs> very foul indeed. Yeah. Okay. So it's all a little bit wishy-washy, you know, because records about how people died, it, it can it can all get a bit I, vague. I imagine know? especially when they're on the toilet too. If Yeah. If someone gets murdered on the toilet, you're probably going to have the person that was murdered. Yep. The person that did the murder. Mm-hmm. And not a whole heck of a lot of other people exactly. there. Exactly. So, often there are no witnesses, and I suppose post-mortems. I don't know, I don't know how accurate they were, and 
how How can you even tell that? Stab wound to the butt. (laughs) I'm (laughs) guessing that wasn't accidental. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. I sat on my sword again. Here I go. Here we go. Right. So let me just give you some background. King King Edmund II of England, he was the king for a few months in 1016. Some sources say he died of natural causes and some say he died of battle wounds, but others say he was stabbed in the butt by a Viking while sitting on the loo. And this was written in Henry of Huntingdon's account. He was a 12th century English historian. And so this Viking would have had to be hiding in the latrine. So it would have been hiding underneath in the cesspit, ready with a sword. And I'm guessing just holding his breath or pinching his nose, because, I mean, that's commitment, isn't it? If you're an assassin or a Viking or or whoever, you know, if you kill someone, you're an assassin. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Godfrey IV, or Godfrey the Hunchback, he was the Duke of Lower Lorraine. That's that's the area which is now uh, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg, and a bit of Germany, a bit of France, in the 1000s. He was stabbed in the butt by an assassin, also hiding in the toilet. But this wasn't wasn't a cesspit type of thing where you go and just hide in the, the chamber beneath a, a, a room. It's, it's more that they had these garderobes, which is a, a word I learnt today. <laughs> so we learnt two words today. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think they say garderobe in, in Wookiee? No, it's not happening. Not right now. Not right now. It it, it may or may not come. The the Wookiee talk. Well. Sorry. Anyway, garderobes, they, they look like little jutting out shoots, let's say, on the outside of a castle. So if you're a king and you're going to the toilet, in the building there'd be a little niche or crevice built into the wall. And there'd be a, 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 a wall which is a good seat height with a hole in it. You put your butt over that hole and all your poop and whatever falls down this chute and ends up outside. So if you're on a lower story and pooping, and if you've got a long enough sword and you're an assassin, you could wait outside figure out where the king's latrine is, or the duke or whoever, uh, where their particular shoot is, and just wait and stab them in the butt. And that's what they did, I guess. That's what happened, supposedly. And then Uesugi Kenshin, he was the Japanese warlord, a a Japanese warlord, I should say, in the 1500s. And supposedly the same thing happened. Stabbed in the butt. Stabbed in the butt, yeah. Triple butt stab. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> before our very ears and eyes yeah isn't that just sad sad way to die yeah i'd rather not get stabbed in the butt me too ever yeah um i just i don't know how to feel about it butt pain <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very humiliating and just it's just an awful way to die, and I suppose the ass assassins assassins the ass assassins <laughs> they they did good in terms of uh thinking of a creative way to did they though if there's all these butt stabbings going on, I feel like 
It starts to get derivative. I don't know if they were caught. Oh, okay. Well, well, how do we know if they weren't caught? Again, uh, stab wound to the butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just let me uh, take a look here. Yes, that is a stab wound in the butt. Presumably they got into the cesspit or, or latrine area covertly, managed to do their bidding and then run away. I think they would have just died of suffocation if they'd if they'd camped out in the latrine or cesspit hours or days before just waiting for their prey to poop. Indeed. Yeah. Makes me shudder just thinking about laying low in in a cesspit. Anyway, do you know of any other deaths that happened on the toilet? There's quite a few. I mean, Elvis Presley is probably the most famous one that people know. Uh, Judy Garland. Really? Apparently. Oh. There's uh, a couple more like kings and things. King Wenceslas of Bohemia, but I don't think it's the same as the one in the song. No. And according to Wikipedia, the first recorded toilet death of note was uh, Duke Jing of, of Jin, mm. or something, from China, um, died falling into a toilet pit, apparently, in 581 BC. Oh. So... I don't know if I'd rather fall in and die or just get it over to it with a quick butt stab. But neither seems like a particularly enticing way no. to go. No. Oh, gosh. Have you ever been in a public toilet or ate a toilet in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yes, where you I have, have. to <laughs> where you have to hover over a a hole and there's a cesspit below? Have you have you ever Ever pooped like a huge, like a sort of outhousey huge thing. Yeah, yeah, they have that at like festivals and things. Yeah. Oh man. But no swords. No so swords. Far. Good. Do you check? Did Fingers you look crossed. in and check I, there was no one in there? I do look in, but mostly not for swords. It's mostly to make sure that the the pile isn't overflowing. Yeah, that's true. And you just have to hold on to your belongings real tight, make sure that they don't fall in because you ain't getting oh, yeah. them back. Mm-mm. No, no, no. So speaking of kings and things. Yes. I want to mention a role that used to exist in the olden times called the groom of the stool. Oh, hang on. You know what? I think I think I know what this is. Actually, can I have a guess? You can guess. Is this is this the person that just had to attend to the kings and queens and Yes. Although, however, oh. uh, it was only really for kings, apparently. Okay. So, hang on. What's the what's the <laughs> so what's the groom of the sort always a man? And then for a woman, if there was such a equivalent, was there a maid of the stool? <laughs> the equivalent that women had was called the first lady of the bedchamber. Oh, is this just for emptying chamber pots and such? Yeah, it's just dealing with all their like poopy things. Oh man. But there was, so the last groom of, there was, there have been sort of sections of time when there's grooms of the stool. The last one before there was a bit of a break, I think partially because it was just before, so it was Edward VI, just before Mary I and Elizabeth I came after and mm-hmm. I guess had, had different roles. Uh, and then I think the role came back 
a little later. But the last guy to have it before that was called Sir Michael Stanhope. Um, and he he was the groom of the stool for King Edward the Sixth, but he was involved in some nefarious things. So this is the thing about the groom of the stool is it started off I think as quite a like ew obviously <laughs> thing, but because you're you're getting a lot of private time with the king, it slowly morphed into a very high profile role. Okay. Michael Stanhope was the not only the groom of the stool but also promoted to chief gentleman of the privy chamber so he's got <laughs> multiple privy related roles but he was involved in some nefarious plots to like assassinate different people and working with this person and killing that person and so he ended up being sentenced to hang but he was so well respected that they wanted to give him an honorable death so instead of hanging him they chopped his head off oh okay so you know, these 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 groom of the stools were they weren't just your everyday poop cleaners. They they were up to some shady business. So can I just double check? So groom of the stool was the one that was executed in the end. Yeah. So this groom of the stool started off as as a sort of lowly assistant, uh, office lackey. In modern yeah. ta- modern day language. Well, then, yeah, but he was still he was already pretty well connected. Like. Okay, so, uh, so uh, office lackey who was interested in networking, like the uh, this, <laughs> the office lackey who's like dad owns the company or whatever. Oh, so then gets made into executive assistant. Yeah, assistant to the regional manager. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually nepotism gets the better of him. Well, not, yeah, not I don't really. know. I, well, I think we're we're <laughs> stressing the nepotism thing. But basically, groom of the steel, chief gentleman in the privy chamber, got involved in some shady assassination plans and was sentenced to death because of his, his shady dealings. Okay. So he didn't get stabbed in the butt, got his head chopped off. Yeah. Okay. So I found a public toilet that has been designed to look like an electric chair. Why? <laughs> Big, good question. So it's installed in a pub in Tallinn, which is in Estonia, in a pub called Scotland Yard, which for those of you who are listening might not know, Scotland Yard is the police headquarters here in, in England. I feel like most people know that from Sherlock Holmes. But what if they don't watch Sherlock Holmes or read Sherlock Holmes? It's, I don't know. It's just one of those... Th- okay, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just, just think most people know it. Probably do. Especially our listeners. All of our ten listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so this pub is themed in, in the style of a, a London police station or, or a police station. So it has supposedly guns or fake guns and, and uh, well, and, and handcuffs on the walls. I don't know why guns. It seems a bit weird, but okay. It has bars, so you know prison cell bars, which are closing off areas where you can sit. But then in the toilets, which I find weird because I don't think electric chairs are used in England at all, they have a toilet, so a modern toilet bowl and toilet fitting within the area where the person who is being executed in an electric chair would sit. And so it's got the wooden frame, if you can imagine an electric chair, that very high-backed wooden section the two armrests 
and then the straps as well. Oh. And so you are they fully operational I straps? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, or I don't actually. In fact, in fact, the the, the picture that I saw actually doesn't have the straps. That's my my bad. I think it has the metal cuffs that you you sort of had. They're hinged, so they sort of fold over the wrists once the prisoner, uh, the ex- the executionee is in place. So it has that. Mm-hmm. So I suppose if your hands are slim enough, you could definitely fit them in. So there we have it. Uh, that's that's the one and only execution style toilet that I've seen. Interesting. Yeah. How would you feel if you saw that and you and you had to had to go? I'd probably just hold it. <laughs> I'd be scared that it was like someone accidentally plugged it in or something. Yeah, but you're sitting on a ceramic toilet or plastic toilet seat and. And you know, you're not I don't. I would be nervous because, oh. like, I think if it was real enough, I'd just there would always be that little bit in the back of my head where it's like, what if this is about to turn on? But there's nothing on your head to make. There's no, there's no connectivity, right? There's no. Man, I don't know how electric chairs work. There could there could be other <laughs> electric bits. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, you know what? They they say that in nervous situations, you. You relieve yourselves, right? You, you, well, there you go. You lose control of your bowels, so perhaps. And you probably, slip- if you got electrocuted, it would probably help help a little bit as well, kind of loosen and tighten different things. <laughs> loosen, I don't know. Surely loosen or tighten, not loosen and tighten. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I. I was thinking loosen, but then I was but like maybe it will tighten it because it like gets into your nerves, and yeah. so then I thought both. I don't know. I don't know the uh, what happens to your body. In fact, I don't want to know. It's quite grim. But I just know that yeah. fear ma- fear makes everything, you know, you see you see it happening in TV shows and movies where people soil themselves. I mean, you don't see it, but you hear about it. Or yeah, and like dogs, dogs do it too. Yeah. They submissively pee. Mm-mm. It happened to my dog once. Oh. They were scared and they peed. It, re- it was running away and we were like, stop, oh. sit. And then it just peed in the middle of the road. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. So there we go. It could it could help urge things on, or it might just make you not pee at all. These electric chair style toilets, or you might get zapped. Yeah, there have been no reports of being zapped on this toilet. In maybe no Canada. zapping, but mm. I have been I have been doing some research into toilets that explode. Okay, <laughs> is this that? Myth or uh, no. no, 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 no. This is legitimately exploding toilets because I've heard there that were, in the Victorian so there, times there was a there was some uh, suspicion that toilets might explode. There, I did see that as well. There were some myths in the Victorian times, but I'm talking real evidence based exploding toilets. So I, I've done. I found a few different exploding toilets, and interestingly, in all of the ones that I found, I haven't found that anyone has died from it, even though they very well could have. Okay, can you clarify about the exploding toilet? So is this when someone has has planted a device and the toilet has exploded? Or if the, is there something very, very wrong with the plumbing? This is some plumbing issue oh, okay. related things. Or like build related. Okay. I don't know if it's the plumbing specifically. Okay. The main, the main one that comes up is there were some toilets... Uh, called the Flushmate 2 and the Flushmate 3. 
by a company called Sloan. Mm. Um, and in response to over 1,700 reports of them bu- bur- bursting and like they're, you know, porcelain, so porcelain just explode. Mm-hmm. They had to recall millions of these toilets because the there was something about the tank where the pressure would build up and it was enough pressure that that it could oh it, it my could gosh blow it to smithereens and there's there are pictures of just toilets in pieces oh. <laughs> many many pieces so but no there were quite a few injuries but no one died from it from what I could tell okay that's good and there were also there was instances of federal workers getting injured in higher pressure toilets that exploded. I don't know if those were Sloan ones. Can you imagine turning up to A and E in the emergency department at a hospital, and they ask you what happened, and you just say exploding toilet? Exploding toilet. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's all I got for you. Oh man. And then they start asking about swords. Oh yeah, how how did this thing get up your butt? Uh, uh, I uh, was, assassination I just... attempt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, butt stories. <laughs> yeah, there's other so there's other examples of this. There was a Japanese company that their electric bidets would would burst into flames. And they offered free repairs to anyone whose who's bidet nice. burst into flames. Burst into flames. Um, yeah, there have been cases of like sewer explosions leading to. Okay. To, okay. Sure. Okay. Gas. I get that. I was just thinking. Exploding okay. things. Oh, the the flames one. I think it's electric. Oh, electric. electric fire. Oh, but then man. separately, there were things that were like there are other explosions caused by sewage explosions that I guess forced some sewage stuff raining up. poo yes it's rain and poo <laughs> can you say hallelujah after that hallelujah <laughs> no. yeah i don't know is that something to hallelujah over? <laughs> maybe because if you pray maybe you pray that it doesn't rain poo so the final toilet explodey stories are from so apparently in the 1940s or even before that people told us stories People told stories of wives putting flammable substances in a toilet, and then when the husband sits down and ignites it by smoking, <gasps> that that it blows up. But it's unclear whether this is actually something that's true, whether it's a myth. I like to think it's a myth and just makes a really good story. But also, so is this? This is a another assassination attempt is it or just a really no. really horrible deterrent for I think it's dozens. just I think it's I don't really know I think it's just a mix of two things that people do that happen to maybe cause an explosion um but there was a journal article about it or it was mentioned in a journal article in 1986 and the author said in unpublished experiments undertaken in my own bathroom I could not <laughs> produce an explosion of any significant force and then says, though I did succeed in superficially singeing a large watermelon. Were they actually trying, though? In in experiments where you're conducting I themselves? suspect they were trying, like, I imagine they were recreating the scenario okay. that would be more likely. And they probably weren't actually trying to blow up their toilet. 
It wasn't like Mythbusters where they take it to the extreme. Yeah, to... that that's what I wanna I wanna see the extreme version, not a I don't know. Do I want extreme? I mean I I lit a fire in my toilet a couple years ago. That was cool. For in the name of science? Yeah. Oh. Sure. How did that turn out? Well, I'll we I'll show you and we'll share it on our channel. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty good actually. It's oh. pretty cool. Okay. The old toilet fire. Hmm. So I'm intrigued to see what this is, Steve. So if you are you going to post it on Twitter? Sure, and yeah. Instagram. You can post on Instagram. Yeah. So if no you're... one actually follows us on Twitter. No. Okay. Well, if if you happen to be maybe our one Twitter, if not follower, but secret, uh, not secret admirer, someone who will just happen to glance upon our post, you can go to at Soap and Mirror on Twitter, and if you're on Instagram, follow us or look at our posts. At Soap and Mirrors. Okay, finally, you know, on a lighter subject, Steve, I thought we would uh, talk, we could talk about toilets, public toilets that have just been executed well. Sure. Yeah. Can you think of any particularly amazing toilets, public toilets you've been to where there are zero complaints? Well, that from you. I don't know about Japan House. That was the best one, obviously. Japan House. That was pretty incredible uh that was episode 19 of season one so do go and check that episode out you'll hear our adventures to japan house and the toilets we found there pretty incredible stuff i haven't visited this particular toilet that i'm about to introduce it's in sugar sorry i've lost it oh god you've lost it (laughs) (laughs) it's Okay, so I came across this toilet on a website which listed the best public toilet designs in 2017. So sorry, it's not very up to date. And this toilet I'm about to describe is actually number six of the ten. Oh. Yeah. It's in Lausanne in Switzerland. And you might be wondering why it made the list. It's another one of those ones which is a nerve-wracking toilet, Steve. It isn't mm-hmm. shaped in the in in the style of an electric chair, but you know I've, we've just mentioned how fear is a good thing for getting everything moving. The reason it's made the list is because the walls are transparent, so the walls are made of glass. This toilet is one standalone toilet just in the in the middle of a public space, in an area outside. The glass is. LCD privacy glass so when the door is unlocked the glass is transparent and as soon as you lock the door the glass turns opaque oh yeah I've seen like showers and stuff that have yeah so it's exactly the same technology where you've just got electricity passing through the glass and that's what makes it transparent and then as soon as the uh, circuit's been cut as it were then the the glass turns opaque so Olivier Rambert is the designer. He originally uh, <coughs> try that again. So Olivier Rambert is the designer, and he originally created the toilet as a social experiment to test the courage of public toilet users. So would you, upon seeing this toilet, use this toilet? Do you think, Steve? I'd go in and I'd close the door, and then once it turned opaque, I'd be like, "Let's try it." Yeah. I'd probably wait a bit. I'd wait to see, and then I'd like reset it because I'd know I would have that amount. I'd I'd go in. I'd wait, 
for like a minute and made sure it stayed mm-hmm. opaque. And I'd be like, okay, so then I'd go out and reset it so then I know I have that much time to pee, at least if there's any tricks. Yeah. It's it's quite a roomy looking toilet. So Well yeah, the whole <laughs> you got the whole room. Yeah. It is it's a whole whole big room. It's not the the size of a cubicle, a fully kitted out cubicle. It's just one of those it looks like a big room, so hopefully it, it's got all the accessible features in it as well. After this toilet was created, Olivier eventually created ten more of these room cubicle things in a row on the harbour front. So it must have that one standalone toilet must have been successful. And another reason why I imagine this toilet made this list of best toilets 2017 is because it has a, a reasonably cool feature that keeps people safe. So if someone were to fall unconscious, I suspect they have a on no the floor, sword policy. <laughs> So if someone were to collapse and they don't move for 10 minutes, so it obviously has a motion sensor in there, the door will open and the toilet, the the glass walls will become transparent again so that someone can come to their aid. My problem with this is that the motion sensors have to be super sensitive in the sense that, you know, if someone's a long pooper or peer or toilet user and they're sitting on the toilet, motionless. Does that mean that after 10 minutes? <laughs> so this is, this, this is something that happens with lights sometimes. Yes. When you're, when you're <laughs> on the toilet. And, you and wave like, your arms you know, around. <laughs> you have to do like the toilet light dance. <laughs> My parents have that uh, feature in their, in their bathroom, in their house. So, But their timer <laughs> is something so stupid. You go in, you sit on the toilet, and about... 10 seconds afterwards the toilet yeah, turns some off. of them are real short and you're just sitting, you're like you're like trying to poo but you're also <laughs> doing a weird little like dance yeah <laughs> again it's one of those things where if you're familiar with using one of these toilets it's just, it's just become the norm <laughs> you're just like okay yeah. ready for the toilet dance oh. but yeah this this toilet in in Switzerland it's it's a safety feature, and I wonder if anyone has actually collapsed and been rescued by a a passerby. Thinking, oh my god, I hope this person has not had a sword up their butt. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, right, if you were someone to, if you were an assassin, and you had the notion to stab someone up the butt, so you had to hide in, in the toilet, chances are someone's going to see you because of the glass. So they thought of everything. Amazing. We've uh, we finally have solved the assassination <laughs> problem after all these years. Yeah. If only they C3 had toilets. Exactly. If only they had these installed back in the 1000s. Could have avoided at least 3 deaths. Yeah. We would have had a completely different lineage of kings and queens and such. Who knows who'd we be might, on the throne? We might never have existed and this no. podcast might never have existed. Yeah. So Who's to say? The toilet gods. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All hail. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the end of our show. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.